and hello hello welcome back to the gay racing podcast it's zach and alex here as always coming hello. to you on um it's well it's labor day actually um so happy for everyone that had off and if you don't have off well you should have off i'm sorry you don't um, you should so i hope sorry. you at least enjoyed a weekend of racing that we had um we had a pretty packed day yesterday with indycar at portland f1 was had um zanvort no one cares and then <laughs> and then nascar <laughs> raced for like five hours at darlington so and i loved it we'll it talk was all good. about it that it was good and zach this week is our two-year anniversary of the gay racing podcast girl how could i forget i remember two years ago i came on here to talk shit about martin truex and chase elliott when they wrecked yep. at darlington i remember or who yep. will, i don't even know Actually, it's in this doc. Hold on. We can look at our... Hold on. Let's do this live right now. Let's look at our first ever, yeah. ever outline. We'll do it live. <laughs> Let's take a look. <laughs> oh, wait. No, that's the Noah Sweet episode. No, it's not. No, it's not. Okay. Um, <laughs> The bullet point says NASCAR at Darlington. Holy F. Xfinity is good? Question mark. Martin Truex is canceled. Austin Dillon in the playoffs. Quite literally, oh, yeah. this applies to... Okay, right now. Right now. Like, what... <laughs> Time is a circle. Martin yeah, Truex that was is quite literally canceled. Th that was the race Austin Dillon like almost won the Southern 500. Right. Yeah. Very randomly. Yeah. Yeah. Our first episode. And instead, Eric Jones randomly went to the Southern 500. F1 at Monza. Yeah. Pierre F and Gasly. Mercedes might suck now, but honestly, probably not. Ferrari definitely does suck again. About the same, yeah. As yeah. much as things change, nothing does change. IndyCar, Joseph and Alex are besties. Scott Scott Dixon is God. Yep, we are. We yep. already knew. See, nothing's <laughs> changed in two years. Back when we made picks, we would pick for trucks, the Xfinity doubleheader, so two Xfinity races, Cup, the IndyCar doubleheader, and then F1. So that's seven races we picked for. Can you believe we used to do that? Oh my god. <laughs> that's crazy. I know. I only need oh you to gosh. kick my ass in two and not... Not seven. Not seven. So that's cool. <laughs> that's cute. Uh, um, yeah. yeah, two years or two-year anniversary is on Wednesday of yep. the pod. So, yeah. Yeah. If you're listening on Wednesday, it's been two years. Wow. Drive um, safe. Thanks for, li <laughs> thanks for listening, everyone. Like, seriously. Mm -hmm. Like, this is... We kind of started as a joke. We've talked about that before. But, uh... We're still going. Yeah. So. Yeah. We have a lot of awesome people supporting us. Yeah. So really appreciate it. I'm excited it. to see kind of where we take this. Mm-hmm. For farther. sure. I want to I wanna get that invite, NASCAR. Yeah. Like, come on, NASCAR. Let me that us. flag. Put me back in let the VIP it, club. Let us do the command. I want to do the command. Yes! They you had... and I would eat the command up. Who did that command in Portland yesterday? Like... The year 77 was very important for us, Portland. What are y'all talking about? What are y'all talking about? I'm here for the damn race. You talking about football? What the what the hell? Yeah, I don't know what he was on. He was but... going off. I could go off about all you hot-ass race car drivers. Start, Start your engines, your besties. besties. That I, I could do that. Yeah, we could do it. God. Anyways. Yeah. I, I'm not allowed to have that kind of power. So, it's episode 89. Um, yeah, two years of the Gay Racing Podcast. Before we even get started this week, let's give out. We're giving out Slay of the Week already. Yep, it's, right out the gate. It's coming early. Slay of the Week to at Dab for Dale on Twitter says 
they helped to get the Southern 500 on at a gay bar. Hell yeah. The gays are watching NASCAR whether they like it or not. We did it. They don't like it, but it's on. <laughs> they. <laughs> it was They're... on. I can't that imagine that. Funny... That was such a funny tweet. Like, hey, we got the Southern 500 on in a gay bar and they tagged us. A uh, dad for Dale did. A guy's trying um, to get you to come home with him, but like, no, bro, the Southern 500's on. What do you mean? I can't go. I can't leave now. No, Kyle Bush's engine just blew. I can't no, leave now. No, Kyle Bush. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh my god, Chase Elliott just wrecked, girl. What the fuck? Anyway. I, I want to go to a gay bar and watch NASCAR. Oh my god. Come on. That sounds we fun. We want to rule the world. We're literally we the... Would. We are the tar- target demographic. Yeah. You and I could just explain to all the other drunk guys about how what's, what's going, going on. on. People... Yeah. There would be a crowd of people around us. Yeah. See, it? that'd be fun. They would start finding it really interesting, I think. Yeah. We'll explain yeah. the lore. Yeah. <laughs> So Chase Elliott doesn't like his teammate because blah blah blah. Like, <laughs> we'll be like the NBC booth, but in gay language. Oh my god! Anyway. All right, let's let's get started. The Southern Five Hundred was on last night. Yes, one of the best NASCAR races. In ter- one of the best races all year, always. Um, I think it. I think it is the best race on the NASCAR. It's schedule. consistently like Darlington, Bristol, and well, it used to be Martinsville, but. Uh, not anymore. Um, but Darlington, man, does not fail. Does not fail ever. No. Um, barn- Daniel McFadden, I believe, co- not he mm-hmm. didn't coin the term, but he used the phrase barn burner a lot, especially for Xfinity, and we'll talk about Xfinity later. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, the barn is burned. Quite the barn literally. was burned. Yeah. Um, Cup did not disappoint. It was a solid race, and we actually had a lot of attrition. A lot of yeah. playoff drivers had issues. And you know this this happens every single year the first playoff race and people always forget that it happens but I think it's very entertaining and that it's like, like half the playoff guys always have issues race 1 and like number 1 Slay to Darlington Raceway another Slay we're giving, we're giving them out today um best track on the schedule low key yes cuz Bristol still has well Bristol Bristol embarrasses itself with the dirt race so you you don't even get that anymore like honestly, so yeah, Darlington. Honestly. We get two races a year there. It's the best track. Easy. I don't think I've ever watched a bad race at Darlington, to be honest. Even with the aero package, the the bad aero package, it they was were still it solid. was the best track during that era. Low like, key, the short tracks were good, but yeah, like low key, like that. It was pretty entertaining. Um, like sorry. it's kind of like um, Homestead's older sister, you know. Older skinny sister, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what the heck? <laughs> what? <laughs> but like, Homestead's really good. I would say Homestead's probably up there in top five best yeah. tracks. But Darlington is just another level. And you know, I like someone on NBC last night said they really liked how the Southern Five Hundred was the first race of the playoffs because it's such a mm-hmm. hard race. It's like such a it. punch in the gut to start the playoffs, like. It's perfect. So it many really drivers will not have momentum starting the playoffs because they yeah. had something happen at Darlington. And I just well, think look that's at, brilliant. Yeah, look at Chase Elliott, who's probably been the best guy all season. Pretty much wrecks himself. And he lost a ton of his That advantage points. he had is gone. He's only 14 to the good now. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, Darlington, perfect opener for the playoffs. It, it, um, it really by the way, is. The playoffs, Eric Jones, who's not in the playoffs, won the race. Yep. After like, Martin Truex, who's also not in the playoffs, <laughs> almost won. Right. <laughs> like, that's crazy. That's so it crazy. Is crazy. This is really, I think, of any years, well, we'll see a lot of non-playoff winners. This is right. the year, honestly. And now we've had 17 different winners, 18 if you count Blaney at the All-Star race, in one season. <laughs> that is crazy. crazy. Wow. And, you know, I understand that Kyle Busch and Truex, they kind of self-destructed like but within still, 30 laps of each other. It's a 500-mile race. It, it is. You and Eric, it Jones, Eric Jones earned this win. He did. Oh, he that did. was so impressive in a GMS petty car. Holding petty off GMS. Denny Hamlin. Yeah. like Holding off Denny Hamlin. I thought he was going to kind of. Hamlin has owned that track in the past couple of years. Yeah. He's probably been the best there. Eric Jones did it, and you know, Jones has always been good at Darlington. He's won there before in the 20 car. Yep. He's always top five or Tell so. Tell me why no one mentioned that last night on the broadcast, that he's won the Southern 500 before. The only person who talks about that is our friend Bowie. Like a big Eric Jones fan. I like, feel no like, one else talks about it. <laughs> I think Rick Allen was literally saying it, like that it's the first time he's won the Southern 500. He didn't say that, but he was acting like it. Like, right. he literally won this race two years ago, or three years ago. Like, why, what do y'all, I don't know. I did not like the fact they just kind of ignored that. Like, yeah, I, uh, I think, I think they were trying to frame it as an underdog story, which I would say it, it was. Is, but still. Yeah. Like, and it, but another cool thing, though, is the 200th win for the 43 car. Yes. I think. Right? Yep. I believe the 21 car is also going for their 200th win. Or is that just Wood so. Brothers? I think that's just Wood Brothers. What? No. It, it might be It might be Wood Brothers. But yeah, um, Eric Jones, by the way, um, he deserves a top tier ride. Like, I can't believe Joe Gibbs Racing let him go. He's I really solid. can't. He's a really he's solid driver. So solid. And he's been running pretty good in the 43 car this year. I don't know the points. He might have made it in the playoffs. Like, if we had, like, ten winners, he might have been close, or at least on the cut line. Yeah. Like, he had a solid season. He's been top ten quite a bit. And he was top five, basically, all night in the Southern 500. Um, So deserving. So happy for him, because I think this is probably really redeeming It's a for him. He said, like, um, what, a career... Like, last time it saved his job when he won in 2019, even though it really mm -hmm. didn't. Um... And then this year, it was like a putting him back on the map, I believe he said. Yeah. And, you know, he's staying with Petty GMS uh, next season as well. And, you know, maybe he can help GMS really become a powerhouse. They have Noah Gragson coming uh, next season. I don't see why so, like, not. This is the era. Could, yeah, it could be a pretty strong team in the future. That'd be really cool for the Petty name to have, like, a consistent winning yeah. winning team again. Oh, and screw y'all um, for being like, well, Richard Petty doesn't actually own the team. Shut up. His name's a part of it. It's his still name's his on car. it. I don't care. It's Richard Petty. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. Like, I get it. He's not writing the checks. I don't care. He's still It's still Petty's team. It's still a 43 car. Right. Um, I want to talk about Truex a little more. Because his interview, uh, when he was out of the race, yeah. he, that man was about to cry. I felt really bad for him. He's had a, not even a bad season, but it's like, he, does, he has gotten punished over and over. Yeah. 
I I made a tweet like if you're wondering why Truex didn't make the playoffs like this race is an example of why there's always something that happens to Truex and you know that's what he said in his interview he was just like yeah we run well something happens or we run bad and nothing good will happen so it's yeah. just been that kind of year for him and unfortunately it's in a year where you needed to win to make it yep so and and people have their issues uh, with the playoff format. I think we've said it before on here. This is the first year that this playoff format has worked properly. And I don't know. I, Truex didn't Honestly, belong in the playoffs because he didn't win. I think Blaney, if Blaney All right, missed, Jeff Cluck. He didn't, either, either, either. What's that? All right, Jeff Cluck. Um, <laughs> Listen, no. I said last night, I don't remember what. The, no, okay, I remember now. Yeah. This playoff format, when it works, it gets even worse. And what I mean by that is because now it's like it's so volatile in terms of any driver can have an issue, and now they're like below the cut line because it's already so even. So it makes the it even. Points help the playoff points helped balance that out though when they I, added that, but not this year because it's like True. most drivers only have two wins. That's what I'm saying. So it's like well, Kyle they should have got more playoff points. Okay, Jeff Cluck, I'm not done. <laughs> <laughs> like the second best driver can have an issue last night, and now they're like out of the like below the cut line almost. Like it's just well, no, Chase Elliott's plus fourteen. I'm not, I didn't and, say Chase Elliott. I said the second, like Kyle Larson was below the cut line at a point in the race. Well, but, Larson recovered and he's still above it. Right. Like 12. Because everybody else and their mother also had problems. Thank God. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's a lot more likely for us to get stuff like Chase Elliott missing the round of eight now. Yeah. I get lot, it. Like, that's what I'm saying. So, sure, it's like, oh, they didn't deserve, but. Are, it's, the luck's gonna get even more powerful now. That's what I'm are saying. Are you one of those people in favor of the regular season champion getting a round one bye? Are you one? Of, would, no, if Chase Elliott was point. safe from round one. No, because no. then, then it's just what the point. I'm in favor of not doing this shit. Um, you know that. Like I, I but literally yeah. would rather I, just do the wild card format. By the way, all love in the world to Jeff Cluck. I think he's a great reporter. I know. Me too. But, we're just messing around. I don't even think Jeff Gluck's the... <laughs> no, I th I'm thinking of Jordan Bianchi. Jordan Bianchi's the one that says that stuff on the teardown. He'd be like, well, he didn't deserve to get in. And Jeff Gluck's just like, all right. I feel like they'll st they started almost fighting on that podcast, but then Jeff's just like, all right, let's move on. Just like that. <laughs> That's like, we can relate to that. Ne next um... time y'all, you get on my nerves, I'm going to be like, all right, let's move on. <laughs> I already do that. <laughs> So let, let's talk about uh, Kevin Harvick. I think that actually relates to your argument more. Uh, had two wins. So he had those 10 playoff points. I don't know how many stage wins he had. But because his car uh, exploded and caught on fire, he's now last in the playoff grid and 13 points out. Um, this was not Harvick's fault at all. And slay of the week Kevin Harvick for calling out NASCAR on live television Slay Kevin, yes, Harvey! Because <laughs> of the safety issues with the Gen 7 car. And he, he kind of went off. And I oh, think it's did. about time someone did, honestly. Period. Yep. Like, this it's this car time. races better. This car does race a lot better. And you can 
you will never catch me begging for the Gen 6 back. No. No. But they need to have some improvements with safety because Kurt Busch has been out with a concussion after a light hit at Pocono yeah. for several months now. Yeah. And they've drivers have talked about how hits in the rear of the car have hurt more than they've ever have. I hope Cody wears okay. He had a lot of hard hits last night. Yeah, thanks NBC for letting us know. Um, like what? Like how y'all just gonna ignore that? I get it. He's not like a factor, yeah. but still, dude, he's in the race. Right. And then you had Harvick. His hit at Gateway. That was a pretty hard hit too. He was like out of breath after that. Yeah. Something needs to change. I don't know. It's probably too late in the year. I don't think they change anything in the playoffs. Yeah. But next year, they really need to change something. Espe- like, especially when we just keep... Well, I mean, we still got Talladega. That makes me yeah. nervous. That's scary. And by the way, um, Harvick was talking about how the cars have caught on fire several times now. Chris Busher at Indy, the road course. Yeah. Like, his whole car was on fire. and He stayed in the car. And then smoke gets in the cockpit. Like... Yeah, they. I don't dangerous. know if they were saying that, like in the Gen Six, the smoke didn't really get in the cockpit as much or something. Because something like that. I feel like I remember like Jeff Burton saying like, um, like it should not the the cockpit should not be filled with this much smoke or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it shouldn't. Like that's yeah. pretty dangerous for the driver. Um. Yeah. Good for Harvick and good for by the way Jeff Burton and Steve Latart in the NBC booth for actually like raising questions about the safety of this car. Oh yeah. They went because all. like Jeff Jeff Burton hesitated, he was hesitating, but then he then he went all in. Was like they can't let this keep happening. So Jeff really knows how to call people out. He's Jeff Burton said Jeff Burton said Ross Chastain's been confused. That made me laugh. Yeah, y'all. <laughs> He's so funny. Here's okay, the thing. Sorry. No, y'all will like literally be like, we don't even need mm. Jeff Burton in the booth. No, we do. No, he's, he's funny. MVP. I like him. MVP. He will. He's so honest. Oh my mm-hmm. god! I would not change the. I the only person you would change in the NBC booth is Rick Allen. Honestly, the, yeah. <laughs> that's the only person you do not. I want this for the next twenty years. I want it. Uh-huh. I really do. Yeah, it's so. Did good. you have any? Did you have something to say about the safety? I could cut not you really. No, I was trying to talk about Jeff Burton. I think. Um, okay. Okay. I. I don't. I don't know what they do, but it's also, again, kind of back to last week, it's not my job to figure out what to do, because y'all yeah. got money. <laughs> y'all got money. Y'all got smart people right. out there. You figure something out, because it's getting to be unacceptable, especially if the drivers are being like, this is ridiculous. Right. Right? Because we cannot, safety is one of those things that we cannot take a step back on. Mm-hmm. Or because... We have to do everything in our power to make this sport as safe as possible. That's just how it is. Because yeah. we cannot afford another 2001 Dale Earnhardt. We, I don't think we can. No. That would not be good. So, Yeah, and at Daytona Talladega specifically, we're really risking it. And it's like the but, racing's even yeah. like more dangerous than it was back then. Like, it's... Come on. Yeah. Um... I also want to touch on the NBC Stage 2. They had uh, Dale Jarrett and Kyle Petty and Dale Jr. That's in the booth. And it's that like, was awesome. And it's like a perfect balance of like... Because it's like it's also a little stupid because look, oh, it's a Petty, a Jarrett, and Earnhardt. Okay, yeah, cool. It's, it's your guys down yeah. on the stage. But like, it's still cool because like when Ken Squire and Ned Jarrett did it, you know, they're a little out of practice. They're old mm-hmm. people now. Like, they're old. They're, they're, they're retired. Um, but Kyle Petty and Dale Jarrett are 
awesome. They, they are. are awesome. So um, I didn't watch too much of Stage 2 because I was doing stuff with family, but it's slayed. Dale Jarrett in the booth is perfect. Yeah. I wish he still. I wish he was still in there. I don't know who they would replace. Like I like NBC's booth a lot. Maybe just have Dale Jarrett replace Rick Allen. <laughs> just <laughs> add him to the booth and just have Dale Jr. I think we need everybody but... in the booth. Honestly, Put Brad Doherty in there. Brad Doherty. Brad Doherty. <laughs> Dave Burns. Dave Burns. Oh, Slade. Where was he? He called the Xfinity race. He slayed this weekend. Slade of the week yeah. to Dave Burns. He's gotten was... really good at play by play. That was an awesome call for that finish. Yeah. He really did it. He's gotten really good. I love him. Um, So let's talk about the points after the Southern 500. Yep. Uh, above the cutoff, we have Kyle Busch plus eight. He was going to probably win this race until his car had issues. That's that's a big hit for him. His interview was uh, Daniel, interesting. Yeah, he's not... I, I want to know. I saw a tweet about this. I want to know what sponsor <laughs> is going to help Kyle Busch or what team... Why is he acting like this? He is not the same Kyle Bush right now. It's so interesting. Like, good for him, but we it's need really a, interesting. Oh, we need a case study on him. We do. We need a focus um, group, a science, like everything. But yeah, then um, Suarez is plus two. Um, then the cutoff, we have Cendric minus two, Dylan minus four, Briscoe minus ten, and Harvick minus thirteen. So, despite everything I said about luck taking you out of the playoffs more easily. Number one, everyone had a lot of people had issues last night, and then number two, because everyone's so close, it's harder to get really far behind. Yeah. So hey, there there's that at least. Like I mean, no one's really in a must win situation yet. No. So. I think Harvick probably needs a good run at Kansas, and I'm sure he'll get that. I'm sure he'll um, like. He's a great driver yeah. to get two top tens in these next two races. Oh yeah, and that'd be enough to advance out of this round. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, Suarez being plus two, not that surprising. He was up there for a bit. Then he had a speeding penalty, I guess, at the end of the race. Yeah, he was having a solid run, like what he needed, but it's going to get tight and for him. Then Cendric minus two. That's about where I expected him. Yeah. Um, Austin Dillon minus four. I know you just said these, but just kind of go over them. Going over them. Uh, Austin Dillon, I don't think he's going to advance. And Briscoe got, was involved in the Chase Elliott incident. Um. I don't think he had much pace anyway. Mickey he was kind of running. Chase Briscoe is kind of running 25th anyway. So, I don't know. Yeah. Um, where did Alex um, Bowman finish? Bowman was up there, actually. Yeah. I think he is top 10 or so. Yeah. So, yeah, Bowman's exceeding my expectations And William so Byron had a really good, like, early race. Like, yeah. he finished the 8th. He was dominating the early portions of the race. Yeah, Byron, I wouldn't say he was dominating Lagana yeah, was dominating, dominating earlier. But like he was up front. But he was up front. This was this was the Byron we saw earlier in the season. Yeah. And that was good to see. They were saying like um the sim data that they had or just what they did in the sim just never worked at the tracks, but now that we're coming back to these tracks for the second time in the year, they're mm -hmm. getting more they're getting comfortable again. So mm -hmm. the playoffs, I mean, we're going to Kansas for the second time, then we're going to um Bristol, nope, not Bristol's the first time, but then, you know, most of the tracks yeah. are second visits, right? So, yeah. So yeah. It'll be good for the 24 team. So, they might um, exceed expectations. Um, I'm uh, sorry, Brad Kozlowski finished seventh? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, wait, wait. was top 10 most of the night. It was kind of crazy. He waited all year to have a good run. <laughs> Michael McDowell, sixth? Like, what the hell? Yeah, McDowell was up there all night, too. Good run for him. Yeah. 
Wow. Um, but yeah, this race was really good. Like, I love this race. Um, I think we yeah. talked everything we wanted to about it, though. Yeah, again, Slay of the Week to Darlington. Well, one of the Slays of the Week. Obviously, if you haven't figured mm-hmm. out, we give out multiple Slays and Flops because, you know, that's how it works. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, Darlington whatever, whatever the vibe is. Yep. Mm-hmm. Darlington Slaps. Love starting the playoffs with that. I think it's a really good point. But, um, yeah, are we ready to take a break and move on to the tee? Yep, let's do it. All right, see y'all in a little bit. All right, back at the Gay Racing Podcast. Um, It's time to talk about the T, and before we transition completely away from NASCAR, let's talk about the Xfinity Series, because what a, as Daniel McFadden would say, a barn-burning race. Barn burner. It was awesome. I didn't watch the whole race, because I was busy Saturday, but the la- them closing stages of the race, that those last laps, oh my gosh, that was good. Yeah, I did not watch the race, and but you texted me saying, oh my god, did you see the Xfinity finish? I'm like, no, what happened? That's not what I expected. That was crazy. It's, you cannot, the NASCAR is at its peak, not when we wrecked 20 cars into turn one at Daytona, but it's peak when we have three drivers... One that shouldn't even be in the race in the first place. I'll get to that. They're all literally just throwing themselves into the corner, desperately trying to get their ill-handling cars to turn better than the other ones, to beat them to the finish line. Sheldon Creed is literally video gaming the hell out of his car, ripping it against the wall. That was crazy. Oh, I thought it was going to work. I thought it was going to work for a second, because he was mean, pulling ahead of Larson. As always, it works for half the corner. Yeah. <laughs> it works for half the corner, but even Noah Gregson got in the wall a little bit. Uh, like he yeah, was starting to lose composure a little bit in that corner cuz he also had to take a really shallow entry because he, you know, it was Sheldon Creed and Kyle Larson. They took the white flag side by side. Larson was chasing Creed down. Mm-hmm. Um so they get side by side. They're beating and banging. They're getting really aggressive. There's smoke flying off the cars. Um no idea if there's a tire rub at this point. Probably not. But then, back straightaway, half a lap to go, Gregson obviously catches them because they're beating the shit out of each other. Takes them three mm-hmm. wide, and then they all take these different lines into the corner. Sheldon Creed's taking the very outside line. Noah, I don't even know what Noah was trying to do, but obviously I think he kind of took more of the bottom and he ended up winning the race. Um, But I, he did bounce off the wall, I think. Larson... Yeah. He also, he really hit the wall hard. He lost a few spots, I remember. Yeah. So, that finish I want, like, on my, like, I want that played at my funeral. Like, that was good. The finish of that race you want to play at your funeral. That was good. That was one of the best NASCAR finishes I've ever seen. It was good. That's slain. And as we said earlier, uh... Dave Burns slayed the call. That was oh, an yeah. incredible call by Dave, Dave Burns. Burns. did good. Thank you for um, giving Rick Allen the night off. Thank you. Yes. Um, but yeah, you wanted to point out something about this finish. So, um, I just think... So, Sheldon Creed, um, if you look at the Xfinity playoff picture, which, um, raise your hand if you've paid attention to the Xfinity playoffs. Yep. I don't think no anyone's one. raising their hand. Clap if you... <laughs> clap if you know who's in the Xfinity playoffs right now. Ty Gibbs. Like Noah Gregson. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, like, I can name, like, three of them. I'm pulling them up right now because I literally don't know. But Sheldon Creed, because on who won Daytona? Oh, right. Uh, what's his face? 
Jeremy Clements. Jeremy, is he in the playoff grid? Where is he? But they, he had a penalty. They took away his uh, playoff eligibility after the win there. Why? Wait, really? Yeah, but they're appealing it. Wait. I don't know. I didn't hear about that. What? Yeah, they, uh. More tea, breaking tea. <laughs> like for me. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you mean all that for him to not even be in the playoffs? Yeah. Like. Uh, they're, they're appealing it. But, so it yeah. was like a post-race inspection penalty, mm-hmm. but it didn't take like the... They, they announced it on like a Tuesday. But they didn't take they like, the win away? They He got to keep the win. Like he, he won the race, but Cucumber? he get the win for the playoff. Yeah, it's like an encumbered win. Yeah. But I thought we were done doing that. I guess not in Xfinity, apparently. That's d- <laughs> All right, I flop of the week. Sorry, let me take a break from... <laughs> nah. Nah. I gotta. Can you? F- I can't believe this. T segment. That's how Zach gets all of his news. Because I, I, I play it down. I'm full time working and playing it. Splatoon all week, and then I yeah. come on the weekend to find out. Oh, you- if I don't, if I don't put it in the T, Zach doesn't know. He ain't on Twitter anymore. So flop I've of the often- week to NASCAR for bringing back the cucumbers. Why would uh. you? That makes no sense. How does he get penalized for the win? Because his car was illegal, but still keeps the win. Were they just like, oh, well, you need the money, so we'll let you guys, even though they're probably fining him anyways, the team. Okay. I don't don't know, man. So, (laughs) back to the playoff picture. I I have to stop thinking about that. That actually makes me mad. I'm actually angry right now. I hate NASCAR. Anyways, the playoff picture for Xfinity. Sheldon Creed is the first guy out, okay? Yeah. he's He might need a win to make the playoffs. They only have a few races left till the Xfinity playoffs start. And he's if leading. Clements wins the appeal, that would uh, push him even further down. Yeah, so, so he, he was leading the points. Or Sorry. He was leading the race, but Kyle Larson comes along, starts chasing him down. He might have had fresher tires. I don't remember. Um... But he's Kyle Larson, alright? He's a Cup Series champion. I just think it's stupid. I said it, I think, a few weeks ago that it's still stupid that we still have Xfinity, or we have Cup drivers in these Xfinity races. We saw at Watkins Glen, Kyle Larson and AJ Allmendinger basically just gave us the same thing we saw on Sunday. Yeah. The next day. And it's just... I'm just so over it. Kyle Larson was basically... I, I won't say prevented, but he interfered with Sheldon Creed's fair chance to make the playoffs to win a race in the series that yeah. he's actually supposed to be in. All right? Like, yeah. because of this winning... Like, it's different if it, if it was a normal championship, but the fact that these guys are taking their actual wins away and you need the win to make the playoffs, it's just... That's why the cup drivers aren't in the playoffs for Xfinity. So it's like, why are they allowed in the rest of the season? I don't get it. Yeah, It's dumb. I'm sorry. It's really dumb. I think NASCAR's done all they can with this rule to make the teams happy because they want cup drivers in the Xfinity series for sponsorship reasons. But yeah, I I don't know. It doesn't work with the playoff format, though, if I'm honest. It doesn't, no. Like, how many times has a cup driver this year kept a Xfinity driver from getting extra playoff points? Right. It's a little dumb. It kind of, like, messes with the championship. 
right? Like not kind of, it does. These Xfinity drivers are doing their best and they're trying to beat each other for the championship. But then we have these third parties come in here. Like, but we had, there are people on Twitter who are very mad that Kyle Larson raced Sheldon Creed like that. I'm not mad at Kyle Larson. No, no, I'm not either. Like Kyle Larson's just there to get a trophy. He's just racing to race. Yeah. You know, he's he not... shouldn't let Sheldon win. And like people no. are like, well, do you want just him to pull over for Sheldon? No, dumbass. He shouldn't be in the race in the first place. Yeah, exactly. The rule should be he shouldn't even be allowed to race it. No. That's, he's a, that's he's a Cup problem. Series champion. Why is he racing against X- Xfinity like, the finish, The finish was awesome, exciting, brilliant. But Larson shouldn't have been there. Yeah. That's still, there's a, there's a very distinct difference here. Yeah, so. and honestly, it has nothing to do with the finish. It's just like it's just stupid that Sheldon Creed, yeah. like Kyle Larson, was beating people... and banging with Sheldon Creed to win that race, and it's just like yeah, a lot of people related it to the finish. It had nothing to yeah. do with the finish because like it is dumb though that you're beating and banging a guy who's about to try to make the playoffs. Like it's dumb mm. that that happens. It's not dumb that you did it because yeah, I yeah. I want to win at Darlington. I don't care if it's me and Alex foot racing. Like I want to win at Darlington. Yeah, but whatever. You and I should have raced at Iowa. I know I'm just... track. <laughs> we should have ran. Let's God, do it. We would have died. I we would, would be, have died. I would, <laughs> I would be, ugh, girl. Anyways, um, maybe next year. Um, Jesus. So let's talk about some tea. Little Kyle Bush update, kind of. Uh, Bob Pockris says Richard Childress Racing, College Racing, and twenty three eleven all have offers on the table for Kyle Bush. Not that surprising. No Stuart Haas racing, which I find interesting. Um, and I believe Joe Gibbs has an offer, but he made like a final offer, and he's just like not going. He's done. Else. He's getting he done. He's getting grandson ready, man. Ty Gibbs yeah. is going to be in that eighteen car next year. You've heard it here first. He's going to be in that. 18 so, car. I don't know, man. I this is really interesting. The Childress, the whole Childress thing, is so interesting to me, and I still think a lot of dominoes have to fall for that to happen. Because I think you gotta have Reddick leave, and I think you gotta have Reddick go to 2311, and, and you have to have Kurt Busch not be able to race next year. I think you have, have to have all those happen for that to happen. However, Bob Pockris also said in this video we did for Fox Sports that on this topic, that Childress would be willing to run a third car. But like, they don't have a charter. So Where's like, he getting all this money? He couldn't. Childress couldn't afford to keep Reddick long term. Like I don't. I don't understand. I think that's why I don't. I don't think he's going to go to Childress because he can't keep Reddick. This that's sounds like something leaving. that's going to like kill the team. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. How are you going to? I don't think you can, you can't get Kyle Busch and be able to support having Kyle Busch. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's well, just... and the same thing with Colleg too. I mean, I know Colleg's run by millionaire Matt Colleg, but now Matt Colleg, he got money. I'm just saying, he got money. He big balling Matt Colleg. I, I love Matt Colleg. Kyle Bush probably wants more money than like all of his drivers combined. Like seriously, yeah, I Matt Colleg's writing the check right now. <laughs> I, I I still think. <laughs> I still think Colleg is probably the favorite. Yeah, um, obviously I do too. <laughs> I I think Stuart Haas is still possible, but it sounds like they're like very unlikely at this they're point. Gone. I wouldn't be surprised though if they're like surprise because they haven't said Cole Custer's in the forty-one next year. 
they have not. And why confirmed. haven't they said it yet? Like that's weird. Like, yeah, like I know people took that. They said Cole will be with us next year at Sturthaus Racing. Well, yeah, y'all have an Xfinity team too. Yeah. They didn't say the 41 car. They, of the the reporter asked about the 41. They just said he'll be at Stuart House Racing. We need Riley anyway. Herbst of the 41. So we need no. Kurt Busch, Ty Gibbs, and Riley uh-huh. Herbst to all have monster cars in the Cup Series. Great. Riley Herbst. Um, I think it'd be fun. If y'all think Cole Custer is running bad, yeah, just wait. Um, but anyway... It'd be interesting. I think I say this every week now. Where I feel like we're imminent to a Kyle Busch announcement, and possibly Colleague Fan Day. Colleague has a big Fan Day on Wednesday, the seventh. And could there be a driver announcement there? They on their little prom- promotional thing. They have like Cup twenty twenty three announcement on their little poster for it. Maybe we'll get Kyle Busch there. But That's, I I don't know. I think what's gonna I think what's gonna happen, they're gonna say Justin Haley's back for next year. <laughs> I think it's all that is. So They're trolling but, us, man. And by the way, colleagues uh, Twitter account, they've used the word rowdy a couple times in several tweets. I think they're just teasing. Nah. No? Nah. Okay. Kyle Bush is gonna be at that damn team. I'm saying it right now. I might bet money on it. Yeah, I and for twenty three eleven. If Kyle Bush kinda, doesn't go, I'll give you five dollars. For twenty three, you'll give me five dollars. I'll give you five dollars if he does not go to college. Okay. Yeah. I'll, okay. Yeah, I'll agree on that. Yeah. I like you don't I have feel, to. You don't. It's not like you don't. You don't have to pay me if he does. I'm just saying. Okay. Because like okay. that's how confident I am. It's five. It's five dollars. Cool, cool, but cool. like, okay, you deserve it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I hope it. I, I hope it doesn't happen. So I get five dollars. You can buy yourself um, something nice. <laughs> yeah. Um. So twenty three eleven. Just to kind of touch on that. Um. Don't think that'll happen because David Wilson of Toyota just sounds defeated whenever they ask him He's about done. this. Because they the sponsor they have over there is Monster. Kyle Busch has rowdy energy. He oh, can't no have Monster sponsor. Unless they take well, Riley Herbst. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> sorry, you shut up. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, speak of 2311. Uh, yeah, Bubba we didn't Wallace. even mention this yet. I found this really cool. Um, so Bubba... Bubba Wallace got switched to the 45 car for the owner's playoffs. That's so yeah. cool. Because the 45 yeah. car is in the owner's playoffs. Like, mm-hmm. because the car numbers also collect points. Even... Like, obviously, normally they're the same as the driver. Um, Like, back in Xfinity, when, like, um, like they would have, like, a rotation of cup drivers in, like, the 22 Xfinity car, for example. That 22 car would collect owner's points. So, that 45 car is in the owner's playoffs. So, they Mm -hmm. put Bubba in it to try to get the owner's championship, which is cool and weird. Because now, Ty Gibbs is (laughs) fucking around in a 23 car. It's so weird. Like, these... It but is the, weird. The diecast sales, ooh. That the uh, the twenty three with the monster scheme was so weird. I it's was like, that does so... not look right. So, <laughs> and from my understanding, literally all they did was just swap number stickers, right? Correct. Yep. Because it's like you wouldn't just change the team, and that just begs the question. It's like, what does it mean to be a NASCAR team then? Just the number, like. 
if I like, you know what I mean? Apparently, apparently, yeah. I just I find it because he has the same crew chief. I think he has the pit crew, the forty-five pit crew. I think they gave Bubba the forty-five pit crew. So, like, did they have to? Crew chief, like. I guess it, I like, and then they could just technically so like it's like do you have to keep the tea? I don't know I'm confused okay I'm just gonna shut up it's so interesting um I yeah, thought and it, I, and, I thought it's cool and they did say if Kurt Busch does come back uh Bubba would stay in the 45 for rest of the season which is interesting as that's well. really interesting so then Kurt would be in the 23 if he comes back before really. That's what they said. That yeah. seems kind of well. Maybe it's because Kurt may, might not be one hundred percent. Yeah, because it's, it's almost like well, Kurt earned you the spot in the first place, but it's like you don't want to put that on Kurt. Yeah, him coming back. Yeah, so fair enough. So um, let's uh, move be, on to. It'll be, sorry, it'll be interesting to see how far Bubba gets. Um, yeah, I agree. It will also be interesting to see how much NBC actually like talks about it. Like, They'll probably touch on it at Bristol if he's like on the cut line for the yeah. owners' points. Hell, I want to. I'm kind of curious how he is now. I think he's above the cut line, or maybe just below it. I'll check. But yeah, you okay. keep you keep going. So yeah, let's talk about uh, move on to Formula One. Formula One has been relegated to the T segment because uh, Zach and I have not been watching. <laughs> I I'm sorry, um, I just can't. Um, so look, he's oh, by the way, the 45 look, car is 10th on the grid right now. Okay, so yeah, they're in right now. Cool. But yeah, F1, um, I jumped ship a few weeks ago. I, It's the same story every week. And I probably wouldn't have liked <laughs> F1 in the Hamilton era, to be honest. Because like, it's the same I mean, thing every week. It's a hard sell for me right now because it's like I have to get up early yep. on my own, one of my only two mornings where I get to sleep in. Like, yeah. no, I'm okay. I have IndyCar. IndyCar slaps right now. NASCAR yep. kind of slaps right now. I'm also not as into racing to where it's like I want a third race on my Sunday. Right. So. And F1, same thing. Uh, Verstappen won, and Ferrari flopped again. Um, what we should do, Zach, at final episode of the year, we should have a flop of the year and <gasps> slay of the year. And right now, flop of the year... Heavy contender is Ferrari. So yep. <laughs> we should definitely yep. do that. Yep. But um Yeah, same thing. They made a dumb pit stop call, Ferrari did. Uh Signs had a really long pit stop. I don't know to tell you. I mean, I guess there was like controversy at one point, because I guess Sonoda stopped when it looked like Mercedes might have had the race one or something. <laughs> um and that's and people will say car. people will say Oh, there's no way. There's no way that would actually be planned. Girl, mm. it's F1. It's Red It's Red Bull. It's Red and Bull F1. and it's it's yeah, no. Nah. Yeah. Um, anyway, now I of... what I will say about F1 though. Uh-huh. I think Max Verstappen deserved to have his first championship win be this season and not last I agree. season. I I've said that several times. F1 this, this, this would be much more compelling if this was Max's first championship year. If Hamilton won last year, Max wins this year in dominating fashion. That would have been really cool. The way it ended last year is just kind of gross. Yeah. Still, and to have Max win again, just eh, I don't care. Yeah, because like honestly, for me, F one died at Abu Dhabi last year. Honestly, but last year was so fun. But yeah, uh, speak of F one, Red Bull, AlphaTauri. Uh, apparently, 
we talked about this last week. Jesus. Red Bull said that Colton Herta to AlphaTauri deal is set and done as long as the FIA allows Herta to compete despite not having a super license. You and I have are like the only two people, it appears, that still just don't think this is a good idea. There's a reason he don't got super license points, I guess. Um, well, right? Because like, IndyCar does get super license points, right? But it's like you have to does. finish top I, three. I would agree with people that IndyCar does not give enough super license points. Oh, yeah. It should at least be on the par of uh, a Formula 2. Listen, but I don't know, man. Herta, I don't get it, man. Colton Herta does not is not going to set the world on fire in F one in an AlphaTauri car. This man is tenth in points in IndyCar right now. Tenth, getting beat by Scott McLaughlin. He's getting beat put Scott, by put Scott McLaughlin in an F one car. He'll tear that stuff up. I think he could, and I want to talk about that after the T. I have a lot to say about Scott McLaughlin. No, I have a good thing do. to say. Um, but if Colton Herta goes to F1, he might luck into a top five, maybe a podium at some point, because he is a good driver. Colton Herta is a fantastic race car driver. Mm. I would happily root for him in F1. Yeah. But he wrecks himself all the time. Under pressure. He is not good under pressure. He Why has wrecked himself one? out so many times. Why would you go to Red Bull, probably the most evil team in Formula One? They're, they're going to be so hard on him. Like, it wouldn't surprise me if he get he got canned after one season at, at AlphaTauri. At Alpha like, seriously. He, I don't know. I would hate this. He's going to throw away a possible dominated IndyCar career. It'd be a cool opportunity, but yeah, it's just like, I don't know. But honestly, I'll say the dominating IndyCar career is not a guarantee, even though it's likely. It's just like... Well, if he could get his crap together, I think he could do it. That's the thing. When is he going to get his... He is still young. Going to F1 is going to make it worse. Right. I'm saying. Yeah, no, you're right. I'm just saying, I just don't have hype for Colton Herta at all in IndyCar or F1. That's the, no. that's my thing. I'm just like I, Colton Herta could have won the championship last year. He could have won it this year if he no. could put races together. Exactly, he he's put not put putting races, races together. together. That's the thing. He, what I'm saying, Zach, is that Colton all right. Herta let's move is, on. No, <laughs> Colton Herta is capable of winning a championship in IndyCar. More than capable. Well, so is Joseph Newgarden, but you know. Anyway, let's move Bestie. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, in two years, but that is the end of the gay racing. We've made it Thank two years, so much, and that's everyone. all we're going to make it. We didn't know we I'm... didn't make it two years, because that's Wednesday. <laughs> uh, just kidding. So, Are you? I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Gorse. Uh, anyway, they asked uh, Brian Herta. Jenna Fryer asked Brian Herta, Colton's dad, if this is happening in... He said he's not going to talk about it. So, uh oh, they need the FIA to approve it. It's probably we'll see if it happens. I, I don't, don't know if they should even approve it because it's like I don't think they should. I don't think you should make exceptions to rules like that. You should just no. change the rules. Change the rules, and maybe that'll be seen as oh, they're just fixing the rules to let American in. No, IndyCar needs more points. Would he even have enough points if they made IndyCar have more points? 
I gotta <laughs> check because doesn't I'll... Joseph have some super license points? Yeah. I don't know. I'm curious about that now, actually, because um. Anyway, this will be really stupid if it happens, and we're the only. I feel like we're you and I are the only people saying it. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's not. If prove me wrong, Colton Herta. Like, I would love to be proved wrong. But he's going to be running for 15th every week and wrecking half the time. Well, because he's going to be trying to overdrive that car. So IndyCar mm-hmm. gives super license points. It's 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 on par. Well, I wouldn't say it's on par with Formula 2 because it's a little bit different. But, like, like, the Formula 2 and the IndyCar champions get the same amount. All right? It's just, like... Yeah. For a second, the field. and on back, you get kind of less. I see. If that makes sense. But it's mm-hmm. relatively-ish the same. Um, okay. In the top ten. But IndyCar should probably get more throughout the field. Mm. I would say so. I don't agree. Well, for super license points, all of these series, you have to be top ten. What's more, more valuable, 10th and F2 or 10th and IndyCar? I would say 10th in IndyCar. I don't know. Because, like, 15 cars in IndyCar can win. There's only, like, two cars in F2 who can win every week. Are you sure? Maybe four cars in F2 can win. I don't know. I I actually don't watch F2. But, like, IndyCar's a lot more valuable in terms of points. Yeah. I think. Because, like, there's, like, 15 guys who can win every week. F2, it's, like, four. Like, 6th in F2 gets 10. 6th in IndyCar gets 6 points. Yeah, that needs changed. That um, needs changed. Well, NASCAR Cup Series, you get 15 for winning, and then 12 for second. Martin Truex huh. had enough super license points, I think, to be an F1 driver. He, that he kills did. me. At one point. That kills okay. me. Okay. <laughs> but Shall we move on, Zach? I get... Shall we move on, Shall Zach? Shall we move on, Yank? Yeah, okay, I'll see y'all <laughs> after the break. Welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It's time to talk about IndyCar at Portland International Raceway. Portland, Oregon. Um, Very fun track. Second to last race of the season. The championship is kind of in... We we know what it looks like now going into um, Laguna Seca next weekend. Yep. Mm, It could look better, in my opinion. But... For us. For us. (laughs) For me. Yeah, for for me specifically, for this could me be better. Personally, this could look a little bit better. But we had a relatively clean race yesterday, except yeah. SVK forgot how to drive. Um What the hell was that about? We'll talk about that. Um Ugh, that was dumb. Tim Sendrick Tim Sendrick, yeah. Oh, um, well, I have I have things to say about Tim Sendrick again. But uh, let's start with something good. Let's start with something good. Let's talk about Scotty McLaughlin. All right, Scotty. Scotty. <laughs> I will say his name is however I want. So Scotty McLaughlin. <laughs> so Scotty McGlory Laughlin. Um. Uh huh. One dominated, dominated. Not yep. just one. He dominated yesterday. He. I. He's been kind of under my radar. I know he's good. I know he can win races, but yesterday, all three of his wins have been in dominating fashion. Yep. All three of them. Yep. Like, wow. He is so good. Scott McLaughlin. This is his second season 
And just think about a year ago, he was running probably 10th to 15th. Sometimes he'd be like low top 10. Yeah. Not really a factor, just kind of struggling toward the back. This year, starts off the season with a win. Texas, he almost won. He he didn't dominate Texas, but he led a lot of Texas. He's led the second most laps this year behind Joseph. Behind Joseph. I was just going to say, he's probably been the second best car behind Joseph consistently this year. It's just But somehow Will Power's leading the championship. How does that work, Team Penske? Joseph and Scott have been a little inconsistent. A little inconsistent. Well, you know what? I don't know about little. I think I should run Team Penske, and maybe the hot drivers would win the championship. (laughs) Okay, so I want to say Scott Scott McLaughlin, right now, early 2023 champion favorite, 100%. I think McLaughlin... If you're if you don't think McLaughlin's a championship favorite for next year, you're crazy. Because these past like what five, six races, he's been top five like every single race. Take out like the Indy five hundred. If let's say double points well, let's say Scott finished top ten rather than wrecking out at Indy five hundred, he would be right there with Joseph and Dixon in points. Yeah. This is second season. And he just came from a whole entire different... Like, he never did this Australia. stuff before. He's basically no. Jimmy Johnson, right? Like... Yeah, he's basically Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. Like, and I'm not trying to, like, rag on Jimmy. Because Jimmy's also a lot older, too. Um, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Scott, Scotty, he has just taken to this so well. And, so fast. And also, Jimmy's good on ovals. Like, J- Jimmy is showing that he's yeah. talented. But he has just taken to this so quickly. Not quickly. It took him a mm-hmm. year. Okay? Well, but a year re- is pretty damn fast. It Relatively, it's quick. But it's not like he just came out of the gates and was like, Yo, I'm winning races. Like, no, it took... He, yeah. he had to build up comfort with it. He had to go through things with his mentality, right? Like, he was putting a lot of pressure on himself. And then yeah. it's like people at Team Penske had to be like, Hey, no, chill. You're, you're here. You're with us. Yeah. We want you. Do your best. Yes. And now he's, you know, he's he is kind of on par with Joseph and Will. Mm-hmm. He is. He's not kind of. He he beat them both. He won the pole. He dominated the race. Like he's done that many times this yep. year. Like he's he's here for real. And cool Scott was Scott is best known down in Australia for qualifying extremely well. One of the best qualifiers ever down there. And he would just dominate races. All of his wins in IndyCar have been exactly that. Like he does not throw away positions either. I no, guess. like he, he does not. Like he will keep. He will not make a mistake. So, Scott McLaughlin, as I said, I think he's the early favorite for next year. Like, I find it hard to argue against that. Be a little more consistent. He's going to improve again in year three. I mean, come on. I think he he could honestly win half the season, and be consistent. So, but. Possible hot take. I feel like it's not that hot of a take, but I think Scott McLaughlin could be the next Juan Pablo Montoya in terms of greatness. That's hot. Thought we put the tea away, Alex. <laughs> I have a little more tea then. Um, Scott McLaughlin, he's already won several championships in V8 supercars in Australia. Okay. I think he could win several championships in IndyCar. He could probably win the Indy 500. Oh, yeah. He Easy. could win the Indy 500. Easy. Um, 
Scott originally came to America. He wanted to try NASCAR. He wanted to try NASCAR, but they didn't have an opening. And there. he would be good in NASCAR too. And Sendrick said, Tim Sendrick said, "Why don't you try IndyCar? We have an opening. Castro Neves just left." I did not. I did not know he actually wanted to do NASCAR. That's what he has to do. Yeah, oh. there's like an interview out there. I forget where, but I read this or watched this, and so he's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll try IndyCar." And he did that race at was it St. Pete, the last race in 2020? Yeah, yeah. Um, he he did that just to kind of get a feel for it. Then full time the next season. Listen, I think he could. He already has his Australian V8 supercar career. He could have an IndyCar career, win several championships, lots of races. He could go to NASCAR. He's only 29. He can go to NASCAR, his mid-30s, run really good there, too. And that's very similar to Juan Pablo Montoya, who did F1, IndyCar, and NASCAR. And IMSA. Like, I'm just... I have not seen a driver this talented in two different distinct different motorsports since montoya pence you know what i mean to put him in a stock car for real i'm shocked it hasn't happened just for one race at the roval put him in the xfinity yeah. car like it's kind of surprising that hasn't happened yeah it'd be yeah or but yeah i give it like five ten years i really think mclaughlin could be seen as like the equivalent to a juan Pablo montoya and these next few years are going to be very interesting like to see how many races he will win can he win the championship will he win an indy 500 like these are going to be some really interesting years because he's starting to mm-hmm. show just how capable he is in one of these cars yeah and you know joseph has joseph has what five wins this year scott has three Half the season has been won by either Joseph or Scott. But look at the races Scott almost won. He almost won Texas. Joseph passed him last corner. Gateway, Joseph passed Scott with 20, 30 to go. That, Scott could also have five wins this year. Yeah. Just those two. If that slightly changed. Yep. Adam McLaughlin could have five wins this year. Slightly changed if Joseph didn't pass him. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I don't know. Second year, I think... I think this year he's had a little bit of inconsistency, yeah. but I would say it's been a, about equal year to what Polo had last year. I think Polo was a lot more consistent, but I don't know. Really interesting. Yeah. But let's talk about Portland, the race. I just wanted to talk about Scott. I'm so impressed with him. Um, I really like Portland this year. It normally, wasn't I don't stupid. really. It did not get stupid. Normally, I don't like this race because it gets stupid. Um, IndyCar knows how to be stupid on starts and restarts. And this track is literally inviting them to do that, and then they didn't do it. Um, they moved the restart zone to the final set of corners rather than going full speed in the turn one. I think that helped quite a bit. So I think that might have been a big part of it because usually you'd have a big pileup in turn one. And, you know, so, they were all close still. So but... basically they hit the gas before the final corner. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. yeah, I guess that helps it because then they get more spread out. So yeah, mm-hmm. that helps. That's smart. But yeah, McLaughlin dominated the race. Uh, Dixon started way back in 16th. He came back to finish third. Thanks, Dixon. Is... That got me a fancy T- point, right? Yeah, it did. Period. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> you are still nine points behind are me. You still nine points <laughs> behind me. I hope you don't get a win because I, I don't need you getting double points, double digits in the points. But anyway, 
for the next. I was about to say we got double points next week. <laughs> no, no, we I could win, and then it'll look like that I only got my ass beat by three points. <laughs> That's why I want to win next week. So I really beat your ass. That's what I really want. So, yeah, Portland was chill. I really liked it. Yeah. Um, I don't have a lot to say to be honest. I do want to go off on someone, <laughs> but uh, this race was fun. Sent McLaughlin dominated. Power was second most of the day. Award got that penalty for impeding Dixon after the restart. He had a lot to say race. about it after the race. He was like, "Well, I hope IndyCar does some does that to the next person that blocks me or something." I think it was the right call because yeah. Pato first hit someone. I think it was Dixon or Power. It was Power. It was Power. And then that was. And then I thought that was going Dixon. to get dramatic. Yeah, I thought he was going to take out Dixon and uh, Power. I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh," <laughs> I got excited for like half a second. But um, I think it was a justified penalty. Honestly, I I I understand why they didn't do a penalty for the contact, but um. I don't know. I get why Pato was frustrated. Took him out of the, mathematically out of the championship. Yeah. But. Yeah. So, do you have anything do you want to talk about with this race specifically before I go on a tangent? Um. Well, let's talk about before, um VK. Before I hand off flop of the week. VK, okay. literally, the only trouble we had to this race, the only caution, VK is passing Jimmy Johnson, who is, of course, a lap down. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And. Going into turn one, VK is on the inside, the right side of him. And obviously, you want to get a good angle into the corner. So he thought he cleared Jimmy. So he goes to turn left to get a good angle into the corner. Well, he did not clear Jimmy. So he basically just runs him into the wall. Yeah, this was really weird. It's just like, Jimmy already wrecks himself enough. Why does someone have to do some... Stupid. Well, I felt bad when they came back from commercial to Jimmy Johnson sitting there by a wall, and I was like, "Oh no, what happened to Jimmy?" This was nothing on Jimmy. This was all VK. Yeah, it was he, so he's just doing his best weird. trying to get laps. Like, yeah, like just... the camera angle almost made it look like he like rammed Jimmy into the wall on purpose. I don't think he did. I think it was. Just I think a you're big right. Calculation. He was just trying to get a better angle. Or into thought the Jimmy was gonna like let off for him. Like, yeah, but know. Jimmy doesn't need to do that. It's unfortunate. Really weird. VK did get a penalty for that, rightfully so. And then that made things harder for our two team. And Alexander, I'm going to hand this off to you because you have a big flop of the week to hand out. So I'm going to check Twitter. Let's talk about let's talk about <laughs> Joseph Newgarden's day at Portland. Joseph got a sixth grid place penalty. Right, start off the week they went over their number of allocated engines. Right, qualified second had to start eighth. Cool, whatever. They knew that was going to happen. They started him on blacks, which was interesting. Like, okay, now we're going to be way off on the start, but okay. I was confused by that call as well. And then, you know, race is going on. Joseph had lost several spots on the start, got all the way up to fourth at a point. I was like, okay, okay, this is good. This is good. Then the caution comes out, thanks Serena's VK. Well, actually, before that, uh, before that, no, no, that's the the big part. I skipped over the big part. The final pit stop, the two-team has to choose between used reds from qualifying, which is what everyone else did, or you can put on another set of blacks. The blacks were absolutely awful. 
this race. They were so much slower. Anyone who put them on was just gone, basically. So, flop of the week, Tim Sindrick again, because we did blacks on the final stint for God knows why. They thought it was going to go green to the end of the race, right? And it didn't. Even if a caution wasn't going to come out, why would you do blacks? I do not understand why you do blacks because the blacks are so much slower at Portland. And even the used reds would have been a lot better. Like, even if a caution didn't come out, he was going to have fourth. He had fourth lots like of. At that point, salvage some points, man. If you're not going to win the race that day, like. Why would you do blacks? Why are you going to throw kept, away? I don't know. Listen, I kept screaming at my TV. Tim Sendrick is trying to throw away this championship with that call. Joseph said in his interview that he was shocked at how much the blacks deteriorated. Why? How? You were on them on the first run and losing spots left and right. <laughs> like, I don't I don't understand. I hope Joseph chewed his ass out. I, I, I hope. The NBC didn't get the interview. Joseph, he was back at the holler. Joseph, like, ran away, probably. <laughs> but, like, I don't know, man. This is annoying. Nashville, the two team shot themselves in the foot for no reason. I mean, he lost, now like, he, what, 17 points to power or something? Ish. Something like that. 17, he was minus three. Yeah. yeah. God. Yeah. I, what's he, uh, <sighs> listen, Laguna Seca is going to be hard. Making up 20 points is it's doable, but you have to they, win. You have they're going to gonna need power to have issues of some kind. Like, it, I think Joseph could win and power finish, like, seventh, and Joseph would win. Maybe well, sixth. Well, I think finish. fifth. Because if Will Power if, has to clinch, if he clinches with P4 or better, then it's like. Right, right, then right. Joseph, yeah, so Joseph can win. Right. And then, so I believe Power clinches with P4. I believe that's what I read. So it's doable, yeah. but it's a little tight. But it's also terrifying. You have Scott Dixon tied with you now, Joseph. That's terrifying. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. Um, so Dixon, not Dixon, New Garden is going to have to probably win. Hope Power finishes fifth or worse, maybe sixth or worse. Which and... he's not been doing this year. He's been he's the type of driver to finish third and fourth. Yes, Powers finished third or fourth like every single race this year. And by the way, if Joseph wins and Powers like seventh, let's say, he still has to beat Scott Dixon. Like the Jaws music is playing, y'all. It's been playing the past few weeks. Scott Dixon about to steal this championship. Since Dixon won at Toronto, I've been terrified. I've been running. I've been screaming. (laughs) Y'all cannot let Scott Dixon be in contention at the end. Why are you running? I'm running for my damn life right now, away from Dixon. One of the nicest people I've ever met at a racetrack. But that man scares me. <laughs> He's powerful. That, no. He qualifies 16th and still finishes third. I'm telling you, if Scott Dixon could qualify better, he would win every week. He, he would, would win every week. He would have 10 yeah. championships. Like he... <laughs> you know, I saw this stat. I should have pulled it up. Scott Dixon has as many top fives as Joseph Newgarden has starts. Well, that man's old. I'm not surprised. 
He ain't that old. He's pretty old. He's got wrinkles. He just, he's got. He wrinkles. like just barely. He like he's barely just turned forty. He's, he's like barely forty. No, he's old. It's like forty something. But anyway, I might. Flop of the week, Tim Sendrick. What are you doing? His best, obviously not. You know what, Pins? You know, you know how Pinsky sends their underperforming drivers. Uh oh. You know. Look. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I volunteered Tim Sendrick to be team strategist oh for the Pinsky IMSA team. You hate him. You hate him. Oh, Listen, girl. no, I'm I'm just mad because this happened several times now this year. Like, well, what are maybe we doing? he'll These make a really calls. good call at Laguna Seca and, and redeem himself. Well, he made a really good call at Gateway and it worked out. Maybe we're, going, just, we're taking turns. We're going back just, and forth. So it's a good week this next week, okay? I think he's just trying to make this entertaining. <laughs> He's here Roger. for the show. No, Roger has this all planned out, but Dixon's it's not scripted. a part of the plan. Yeah, they're gonna forget that Dixon's still out there, and Dixon's gonna steal the show, and they'll be like, "What happened?" I'll tell you what happened. <laughs> Y'all let Scott Dixon get some momentum. I'm so. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, anyway, uh, Marcus Erickson is minus thirty nine. Good, uh, still in it mathematically, and. Erickson fell off a cliff, by the way. What happened there? I don't know. And Scott McLaughlin, still mathematically in it. I don't know if you saw it, Zach, but McLaughlin, uh, IndyCar put out a tweet saying there's five drivers, like this last week. Five drivers are alive for the championship. And they had Polo in there, but not Pato or Scott. And Scotty retweeted it saying, um, I'm not going to say it. I'm going to use it. I think it pissed him off that they didn't include him in that. So even though he's Scott won. the actual, oh, you mean? Okay, I got it. Like before Portland, before IndyCar Portland. tweeted this, okay. and it, and now Pelo's eliminated, and so is Pato from the championship. So I don't know. I thought that was cool for Scotty. Yeah. Anyway, I probably ranted about Cendric for like twenty minutes. I apologize, but it's just it's so annoying. I'll tell you man. what, though, minus forty-one, not that hard. Not that hard to make up. Power is going to have to have a disaster, of course. But yeah, if Power know. finishes, if Power finishes last, this, this is a four horse race. It because it's like if they're all fighting for the win too, kind of, and it's like mm-hmm. like Colton Herta might be up in there, and yeah, um, whoever else races in the series, like that could get kind of yeah, spicy. could be. But yeah, um. Shall we move on to Gay Racing Podcast Fantasy? I guess. You sound sad. I What's can't. wrong? Because I want more points. Oh. You're, you're scared you're going to get in NASCAR. I'm beating your ass. I'm so sorry. No, you're not beating my ass. You're getting oh, okay. close. To oh, I'm getting close to doing it. Okay, yes. okay. I want to win. All right. <laughs> yeah, Kansas. so points, points for NASCAR Fantasy. It is now 19, Zach. I have 18 points. Should be 20, but Zach wouldn't let me... By the way, shout out. out to our friend Bowie, because when we posted our picks... Yeah. Oh my god, when we posted our picks, Bowie said, nah, Zach is tripping, Eric Jones is about to win this race. And I'm like, yeah, you're funny. Um... Um... And Bowie also did that for the Daytona 500. They, like, said Cindric would win the Daytona 500 on, um, our, on our tweet. Um... That's They've done weird. it twice, and both times Bowie's gotten in right. For two of the so. biggest races. Yeah. That's insane. So, so funny. That is freaky. Oh. That is freaky. Yes. 
All right. I'm NASCAR at Kansas. Kinda, I got the heebie-jeebies now. Oh, my God. I just <laughs> flew my pen across the room. Sorry. Okay. NASCAR at Kansas. I, I will be at Kansas if you see me. Say hello. Uh, NASCAR at Kansas Speedway. Race two of the playoffs. Um, Are you ready to make your pick? I am ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Three, two, one. Denny Hamlin. William Byron. What? Why are you looking <laughs> at me like that? Oh, what? brother, this guy stinks! <laughs> what? Um, Byron Byron almost won Kansas last year until he had a tire go. He was probably going to win until... Because Kurt Busch was like second most of that race. You mean last in the spring? In the spring. That's what you were saying? Not last year? Did I, did I, I said you last said, time. Yeah. You okay? Shut okay. the hell up! You said last year. We I'm gonna we are literally recording this. We are literally recording this. I'll fly anyway, out there. Anyway, Denny Hamlin's hot. Denny Hamlin's hot. So true. Um, yeah, That's Byron. It. Byron having a surge of performance at Darlington is like, yeah, I'm gonna pick him for Toyota. Kansas. Toyota was really good at Kansas in the spring. Toyota. I almost picked Bubba, was... but that felt too stupid. So. Yeah. Bubba could have won Kansas if he had a competent pit crew in the yeah. spring. Well, he so has a different we'll... pit crew now. So. He does. He has the um... car that won't, kind of. He has the, <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know. Never mind. I don't... My brain's going to explode. All right. Indy yeah. car finale at Laguna Seca. Um... Zach is trying to get uh, 10 points. He's, as we said earlier, he's trying to make it look like it didn't beat him so bad. Yeah. Um... It's 17 to 8. I locked it up a few weeks ago, if you didn't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm right. ready. Three, two, one. Scott Dixon. Ganassi. What's with you and picking Because he's going to win evil. the championship? No. Don't say that. I, no. He's going to win the championship. He's going to win the race. So Colton, no. Colton Hurdle's the obvious pick because he's won the last two races there, but uh, no. I'm trying to get the 20 points. I'm trying to predict that Scott Dixon's going to win this championship. Is nah. this like reverse psychology? You're trying to make the opposite happen? I don't know. Nah, Colton Hurdle probably will win, but he... I yeah. don't know. It just I feels would, like a... I would like If I don't... Andretti's just like dead. I don't... They, yeah. I, even at like Portland, I feel like Colton should be doing something there. He's just not. And I'm just... Yeah. I don't there know. There was a point where... Joseph leapfrogged Rossi and Herta after one pit stop because I guess they were just that slow. Yeah, I'm not feeling the Colton Herta so. train right now. That's why I didn't want to pick him. He has no momentum. So, but th again, though, he's won the well, he's won the last two races there. So with all the F1 talk, I think Herta's gonna win, and all the everyone's like, "See, I told you so. He belongs in F1. He belongs in F1 so. for winning an IndyCar race. Like, cool. Thanks. So yeah, where's um? Where's um? Who's won an IndyCar race? Where's Graham Rahal's F1 ride? Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Fun times. I'll be at Kansas this weekend. Um. We might have Jackson weekend. on next week. I do. I have a very busy weekend. Platoon yeah. Three's releasing. I'm going to a concert on Friday. What? Big weekend. You're going to a yeah. concert on Friday too? Yeah. Who are you seeing? Twenty One Pilots. Oh my god. <laughs> 
You were going with my bestie. I'm also going through that. I'll be playing Splatoon three for um the entire weekend. I Saturday, might. I will have my Saturday is Splatoon three day, all day. Yeah, I'm gonna be very busy. Um, don't don't even. If y'all text me, someone better be dying. Can I text you? You can text me. Oh, okay. See, I'm. I get the exception. You might not get the here. response, but you can text me. Oh, okay. If anybody else even like <laughs> thinks about me, no. Yeah, I'm. Nah. Don't even. I will. Be, no one better need nothing from me next week. I'm just saying. I wish I had Friday off. Okay, I want to play Splatoon three for the rest of my life. Period. All right, y'all. But yeah, next week we'll talk about the IndyCar champion. We'll talk about Kansas. We might have Jackson on. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Our it's biannual Jackson visit. Yep.